DJ Susie. Did I say that loud? Yeah, you pretty much yelled it. Well, I can't help it. It's fantastic. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Bum, 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 bum. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Bum, 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 bum. Give him two lips like roses and clover. Bum, 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 bum. Then tell him that his lonesome nights are over. What's it like, Ron? The intimate times? No, the other thing. Love. Yeah, what is that? Well, stuff to explain. I think I was in love once. Really? What was her name? I don't remember. That's not a good start, but but keep going. She was Brazilian. Or Chinese or something weird. I met her in the bathroom of a Kmart, and we made out for hours. And then we parted ways, never to see each other again. I'm pretty sure that's not love. Damn it! I love carpet. I love desk. Brick, are you just looking at things in the office and saying that you love them? I love lamp. Do you really love the lamp, or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. I love lamp. Slapping. I'm not good at pleasantries. If you have your birthday, I'm not going to call you up to congratulate you so you love me and you write nice things about me. That's not what I do. Never have. And I, and I, you know, I, just, I, I take that as a little bit of a criticism, self-criticism. I've been amazed at how many people respond to, happy birthday. Oh, Bernie, thanks so much for calling. You know, it works. It, it's just not my style. Um, you know, I try to stay focused on the important issues facing working families in this country and I fight for them. Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position and race to the bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mm, mm, mm. Now that's Winslow Tea. 
a New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer, because that's how you know it's Winslow. This is Radio Free Brooklyn, and you're listening to Race to the Bottom. monologue, as always, is sponsored by Winslow Tea. That's how you know it's Winslow, and I'm drinking it right now to warm me up. Ah, that's very necessary. So cold out. Freddie Hubbard, Red Clay, sampled by A Tribe Called Quest. Pick a show, any show. How about this show, Race to the Bottom? It's the end of radio as we know it. End of... February 15th, 2020, as we know it. End of, uh, and I'll bring this down, end of a feeling of safety for a lot of us as we got the news this week that, um, I guess it was Monday night, late last night, was the last tweet and last um, time that we heard from Bob Ball. He's Politico's Bob Ball, who called in. He seemed off. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. He seemed off when he called in on Saturday and 
He continued to cover the race. He was reporting live from from New Hampshire. And the last we heard, he was in Concord and they had started their mid, like midnight voting at, at some precincts Monday night into the early morning. And since then, Bob has been incommunicado, as they say, and uh, it's worrying. Again, he seemed off. If anybody has any idea where Bob is, please contact me or Politico or I guess the authorities. I don't know. Uh, Really kind of scary. People are concerned. Even uh, Susan Collins uh, wrote that she was concerned about Bob, so it's got to be serious. Mm, just drank some more Winslow. Did you guys check the Oscars? I did, even though I didn't think I was going to. It's so hard to stream the Oscars. I don't have a TV. I'm a cord cutter. My wife and I cut the cord. And, man, they you can't stream it. Finally, we finally figured out a, a way to do it. Thank you, Mom and Dad. They gave us our password. Our password. Don't tell anybody. I thought Billie Eilish was good with her yesterday. Thought she comported herself amazingly. She sang. She sang the Beatles yesterday. She sang it deep. She's got a deep voice, but it was beautiful, perfectly in tune. I like that that one. So do my students. I teach middle school. And of course, Parasite. I saw it. I saw it last night. I'll talk about that in a little bit. I will drink until next morning. What? That is my new catchphrase. That's what uh, Bong Joon-ho said when he won. I'll drink until next morning. What a what a class <laughs> class act. Renee Zellweger, her speech was. It brought back shades of the the South Carolina Miss Teen USA speech should have that queued up it was unintelligible river not river phoenix joaquin phoenix went went off won the joker thing it's not the joker it's just joker show him some respect very intense kind of heavy-handed speech People argue about whether 
whether people want to hear, uh, you know, a diatribe from a Hollywood liberal. He talked about factory farming and it was a wide ranging. I thought I thought something like Brad Pitt did was a, a little bit more effective. Short and sweet. Brad Pitt just said, "They say I have forty-five seconds to accept this award, which is more than Michael Bolton got to testify in the Senate." Then he moved on. I like that because it's self-contained. It's quick. The rhetoric is sharp, and then you're out. I have a friend, Kyle, who used to cook at the Standard Hotel. He had to make a meal for Joaquin Phoenix. He said it was the most difficult thing that he's ever done in his life. I said Michael Bolton. I meant John Bolton. Thank you to my editor. Yeah, but supposedly... uh, Joaquin Phoenix is vegan, gluten-free, like nut intolerant. He's got like nut allergies. I think Kyle just gave him a cigarette. It's like an SNL skit. When people say it's like an SNL skit nowadays, do they mean that it's not funny and written by... Like a a frat boy. I don't know. Is that what they mean? You tell me. What am I missing? Email me at race to the B. Race to the B. The letter B. All other parts of it are the words. Race to the B at gmail.com. That's a real email address. He ain't going to email you. No, please do email me. I want uh, I want, I want, to know. I want to know what I'm missing. Or give me a call. 718-928-9732. That's 718-928-9732. How about that mashup, guys? We heard from... Oh, man. Who sings Miss, Mr. Sandman? Mr. Sandman. The Cordettes. I did not know that. Who said that? I did not know. That was Dan, right? From Roseanne, or was it Abraham Lincoln? We heard Mr. Sandman from the Cordettes. I was... My kids, my sixth graders are doing a a project. And the kids said, is there a... Is there like a person, uh, like a monster or some supernatural thing that brings you dreams? They needed that in the context of this project that they were doing. They needed to know that. And I said, that's kind of like what Mr. Sandman does. And then I played (laughs) the cordettes for them. We heard from Brick Tamlin. I love Lamp. From Anchorman. We heard from Flight of the Concords. Do the doggy bounce. And this that's when 
Brett and Jermaine are usurped by this other group and and their manager Marty is it Marty starts managing this other group that gets gets really big with do the doggy bounce and he leaves them high and dry doggy do's and doggy don'ts doggy wills and doggy won'ts do the doggy bounce I always get that song in my head for some reason sharing it with you and then we heard from Bernie it's a really fascinating interview that he did with the New York Times editorial board I guess they interviewed all the people before they decided who they were going to do and it was so fascinating that I broke my no cursing rule he said uh, he said BS but he didn't spell acronym it he won't call you for your birthday. It's just the kind of guy he is. It's interesting, right? What am I missing? Again, text me. Email me. Call in. But in the meantime, it's time for... Oh my God, we got a phone call? Race to the bottom. Hey there, John. Hey. Uh, this is, this is uh, Roy Williams calling you. Roy, Roy Williams. Uh, yeah. You Roy, know me? Roy Williams. I am I am the, the head coach of the University of North Carolina Tar Heels basketball team. Oh, yeah. you Okay. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah. I, and you used to uh, coach in, in, in Kansas, which is uh, where... I did, I, that's right. I'm sorry, that's sir. Right. I, I cut you off. No, that's okay. My, that's okay. Yeah, my, my sister and my mom went to uh, KU. So, and my sister was actually oh, okay. at KU when you guys won. Are you, you're, you're, you're at the gym right now, it sounds like. Well, yeah, I, I hope you can hear me okay. I'm at, I'm at the, I'm actually at the Warner Family YMCA, just south of Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, cool! You're you're up in Asheville. I used to I used to live in Asheville. Okay, okay. So you know where I am. I do. You know right where I am. I yeah. know right where you are. I'm here on a little recruiting trip. It's very exciting. I th- I'm here to see. Uh huh. I, I, I'm here to see the five point Steiner. Yellow Jackets play Rudy's Towing Big Red. Oh man, that's some that's some uh, prime time basketball. You you have some it, potential potential prospects. We do. It's a very exciting under twelve game we've got <laughs> going on here. You, I guess you got to uh, get them early. Get them get them interested in in your program. Well, I don't, and I don't know if you've been following us or not, but Dad Gum, we have had a tough year, John. Dad Gum, I can't believe that you're so, you're calling me. This is this is amazing, Roy Williams. Well, I'm sorry I didn't place I, your name right, at, uh, but I know exactly who you are. That's amazing. Why are you? Uh, to what so do cool. I owe the uh, pleasure of the call? Well, uh, you know, it just occurred to me because I had been, you know, I got to admit, I'm a long time listener, really, first time caller. First time caller. That's but, that's um, amazing. I, I'm, I don't know if you have seen things have not been going well 
for the Tar Heels this year. Uh huh. Yeah. We've had a tough time. I've. Um, and um, yeah. Yeah. This 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 under twelve team is. I mean, they they've got some talented ball handlers. Uh huh. I see. Well, it sounds like somebody just scored a point. Well, they've got this this number 20. He's a good shooter. He's a little bit of a ball hog, though. That happens. And I thought maybe you, maybe you know some kids who are a little bit closer to maturity. (sighs) Who would be ready to come and play. You want to come scout in in New York? I, I would be interested in doing that. Um... I have some friends. I understand that you're fond of Winslow T. I have some friends at Winslow would be happy, you know, to treat you to a steak dinner. Oh my goodness! Whatever it is goodness. that you need. Okay. I, is that just, is that above board? I I don't know what the the kind of payola kind of thing is. That fine? So we are on the radio. Well, it would have, this is internet radio, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you can do things on internet radio. You can do on terrestrial radio. Good, good call. Good call, Mr. Mr. Williams. Yeah, so, so I, I am at a new school, and I can't really divulge on air which school I'm at. Um, not the greatest players at my new school, but at my old school, uh, there, was, there were some ballers, as they say. Okay. Okay. Well, and do you know if they currently have a valid birth certificate? Because we can get one of those. I think some of my at my old school we might need to produce some birth certificates. That's not going to be a problem. That's not going to be a <laughs> Good. problem. Yes. You you remember you remember Johnny? I I yes. Johnny is is my benefactor. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny's been a good friend of the program for a long time. Uh, and he's got a he's got a a new Xerox machine that's very fancy. Okay. So he can get us he can get us any kind of documentation that we need. It's not going to be a problem. I did not know that Johnny also knows you. That's it's. I guess that's. Uh, is that how you got to know the show? Uh, that 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 was the beginning of the show. My my association with the show, and I have been listening. I have been listening for weeks. Yeah. That is amazing. Johnny yeah. coming through again. Well, Johnny does our our political checkup here on the show. Uh, and I don't know if you uh, st- stick your toe in, into these waters, but uh, do you have a, a, a favorite for the Democratic primary, Mr. Williams? I was, you know, I had a favorite. Uh-huh. That Cory Booker, that Cory Booker was something else. Yeah, he got, he got... Uh, kind of forced out i guess because of money concerns and then you got these billionaires that can just hang out it's it's he 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 is speaking to the season we're having his car heels yes this weekend and 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 then i went for that julian castro fella mm-hmm. i thought he was great man you're not picking the uh the the winners i guess uh, it's it's Par for the course. Son. <laughs> Par for the course. Well, I I so, I think that maybe uh, you know this is just a low low period, and you're going to rise again, Mister Williams. I I believe in you. 
Um, well, I appreciate that. So let's let's I talk. Why don't you email me? I've got I set up a new email address for the show. It's race to the B. All the words except the B uh, letter B at Gmail. Okay. Uh, okay. Email me, and we will set something up. Uh, I, I want you to uh, you or 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 your surrogates to come see some of these kids play basketball. Okay. All okay, right. We'll 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 do it. We'll All do right. It. All right. You uh, keep doing what you're doing, son. You're doing great. Thank you so much for the call. That's amazing. Okay. We'll okay. Talk to Enjoy you the game. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Oh my goodness, Roy Williams. Dang, dang a lang, as they say. It's time for a, a segment we call recommended. It's a recommendation. Recommended. Brought to you by the Tar Heels, I guess. Crazy. Johnny hooking it up. Uh, saw Parasite last night, and uh, it, it lives up to the hype, man. Ooh. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But it's hard to. I, I couldn't even... I couldn't tell what was going to happen next in that movie. Uh, how do I, I don't even know where to begin. I just recommend it. Everybody go see it, and then we'll talk about it. One thing that I will say, I was talking to my wife about this. We had a wonderful Valentine's date. Saw, saw Parasite for Valentine's. Very romantic. We were talking about how American... Movies just don't talk about class. They say we're a class-blind society, which I don't really believe. We just don't talk about it. But man, what a, what a s- smart, crazy, thrilling, symbolic movie. Violent, though. Dang. So I recommend that. I recommend, and this is, I mean, no, it's not just for New York. You could listen to this anywhere. I recommend Brian Lair. I know I, I disparage certain radio personalities on this show. But my my guy is, is uh, well, Terry. Terry is my all-time fave. Terry Gross. Some people disagree. Some people don't like Terry Gross. I love her. But she's been out of the studio a lot recently. I don't know what's going on. A lot of Dave Davies, man. A lot of Dave Davies. <laughs> but Brian Lair, he's on WNYC every week weekday morning. But you can get his show as a podcast, and it's cool because you could kind of what I do. I'm I'm teaching when Brian Lair's on the on the radio. Didn't used to be that way. I used to be prepping in the kitchen at, at different restaurants. But now, yeah, I'm teaching. But it's a, when I get off work and I'm walking to the train, I look at what, what he did for the day. The podcast is already up, and they break it into the segments. A lot of good segments. Some stuff's more New York City 
New York City region specific, but but a lot of great national stuff, a lot of great books, authors, political people, cultural stuff. I recommend Brian Lair. Here's another version of Red Clay, and this is the actual version that Tribe Called Quest sampled. I also recommend my friend, Kent Corin. He's got a show on before me called Mothers of Connection, which is a Frank Zappa-related show where he makes he connects Frank Zappa and he kind of does the six degrees of Frank Zappa. And he's a funny guy, an actor and a comedian, and he is going to be hosting Race to the Bottom next week. You should tune in. See what he does with the format of the show. He sticks close to the format. He'll he'll be talking Winslow. Recommended. What in the crap. All the hits. Because I'm going to be in Florida. Leaving on Monday. It's early spring break. Or winter break. What do you want to call it? I don't care. Going to go see the Mets. Going to have to get Howie back on the program. Going to opening day of spring training. My buddy Dan. So yeah, uh, check out Kent. And uh, I'll, I'll try to call in also. And call in. Call Bug Kent. Maybe Roy Williams will call him. Man, I got some big listeners. So we're about to get into a round of sound. Man, it's already 10.30. Okay, we'll do a quick round of sound. And then we will do the political checkup. And this round of sound is brought to you by our Drive to Five. We're about to turn five years old here at Radio Free Brooklyn. And to keep things rocking and rolling for the next five years, we need $25,000. But you can just give us $25 or 25 cents. Click donate and put in RFB and I'll, I'll get a little recognition. If you're listening to this show on your computer, you can download the app for Android or, uh, in, or uh, iPhone in your respective store. What else? Sign up for the newsletter, radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And uh, yeah, drive to five. Help us help us stay on the air. So we got some, some good music here. Going to hear from, I went to see Ravi Coltrane play at, at uh, the Jazz Standard last weekend. And he played, he closed the, the show with Lush Life. Such a good song. So I'm going to uh, play that. I'm going to play a couple other things. And then we'll do the political checkup. Here is... Here's John Coltrane, Ravi's dad, with Johnny Ho- Hodges. Is that who it is? Uh, doing Lush Life. Lush Life. 
Whoa, that that's high hopes. Panic at the disco. I'm sorry. That's that's Mayor Pete's uh, song. High hopes. Saw that guy, the singer for Panic in the Disco. We we watched the Taylor Swift documentary, which I did not put on the recommended list, but it was it was interesting enough to watch the whole thing. I'll I'll give it that. I'll give it that. All right, here we go. A little bit of technical difficulties. Here we go. Lush life. Uh, here we go. This is Los Lonely Boys, Heaven. How far is heaven? Mm. Dang. The harmonies. Let's just wait for the chorus. I played this on accident, but got to hear this. Okay, that is not what I was looking to play. <laughs> I apologize. Here we go. Here we go. John Coltrane and Johnny Hodges. Johnny Hartman. Those come with May places where one relaxes on the axis of the wheel of life to get the feel of life from jazz and cocktails the girls I knew had sad and sullen gray faces with distant K traces that used to be there you could see where they'd been washed away by too many through the day twelve o'clock tales then you came along with your siren song to tempt me to madness i thought for a while that your poignant smile was tinged with the sadness of a great love for me Again, I was wrong. Life is lonely again, and only last year. Everything seemed so sure. Now. Life is awful again, a trough full of hearts could only be a bore, a weak 
in Paris Please the bite of it All I care is to smile in spite of it I'll forget you I will while yet you are still Burning inside my brain Romance is much Stifling those who strive I'll live a lush life In some small dive And there I'll be While I rot with the rest Of those whose lives are I didn't get it when I was younger. I was obsessed with John Coltrane in high school. I bought this record. I didn't get it. I didn't like jazz singing. I do now. Misty-eyed from that. That goes out to uh, Marietta Benevento. Now, one more, one more tune. We'll just play a little bit of this because we got we got a heck of a political checkup to do here. Here we go. You better get yourself together Pretty soon you're gonna be dead Cold weather is now upon us. Is your car prepared? Hi, I'm Johnny from Johnny's Automotive. At Johnny's, we worry about things and check them for you so you don't have to worry about them and check them. What about your wiper blades? Can they stand up to an ice storm? How's your heater doing? Have you checked it recently? What about your brakes? At Johnny's, we make sure that your car is ready to do the job and fight hard against Jack Frost and his wintry mix of friends. Come on down to the corner of Crisco Road and Popular Creek. At Johnny's, we do it right and then check it. That's Johnny's way. See you soon. Like clockwork. Thank you, as always, to Johnny and 
lest I bury the lead, thank you to Johnny's for hooking me up with Roy Williams today. Dang. So I, I listened back to the, the political checkup last week for some quality control. I don't, it's not like I love the sound of my own voice or anything. I just wanted to make sure everything was copacetic. And damn, I am right about stuff on this show. I basically called New Hampshire. You could just go through, go through, been on the, on the, on the air for about a year now. Tell your friends. You want to know what's happening in politics and what's going to happen? Who's going to win? Tune in. Tune in every Tuesday morning. Don't mind toot my own horn a little bit. Toot in common. It's time for What in the Crap. What in the Crap? What in the Crap? So, I was listening to, as I often do, talked about it on the show and recommended it on the show, Chris Hayes' podcast, Why Is This Happening? And John Favreau from Pod Save America, who was Obama's speechwriter, was on there with some data that he gathered on, on voters' preferences. And... An interesting, there were multiple interesting things about it, but one thing that I thought was fascinating was in their research and in their focus groups and stuff, voters did not care about norms. And I don't mean the guy who sits on uh, at the bar all the time at Cheers. I mean, like, the right way to do things. The, this argument that we're moving towards some authoritarian thing. And that and I listened to this before this whole DOJ week. It was DOJ week on The Apprentice. And I'm not sure if how far things would have to go for voters to care about norms. But I guess it's not far enough. It's it's weird. I've also been wondering, I guess we've all kind of done this in a way. Because I, I have despair and freak out about another four years of omelet bar. But then sometimes I'm like, all right, I know it's bad for other people, certain people, the least among us. But would my life really be that affected? What if I just stopped worrying about it? Would I even know if I didn't obsess over the news? Would I even know who was president? It's like my my uh, doctor dad, my dad, your doctor, called in and said that. Do dogs and cats know who's president? And I pushed back against that, but I've just been kind of flirting with that idea in my head. But then some the other the other thing that they talked about on on this podcast was this idea that people say D- Democrats Bill Maher's always talking about this lovely Bill Maher. 
how Democrats need to learn how to fight dirty just like the Republicans. We can't we can't cede this ground. We need to fight. Get some dirty tricks popping. And um the point that they made is that it's not a fair fight because the politics of cynicism, of just saying none of this is going to do any good, none of these programs are going to work, none of these politicians, they're all just full of hot air and don't really represent us. All that redounds to the Republican side. You like how I just used redounds like it's a word that I actually use? Democrats want to try to prove that government has some kind of important role. So Democrats can't fight dirty in that same way. Because they want to prove that collective action and hope is worthwhile and not cynicism. Which I thought was a very astute point. And that brings us to the question on everybody's mind. And it's a question that goes as follows. Who do you want to win and who gonna win? So as I brashly said earlier, I, I got New Hampshire pretty much right. I didn't need to look at the cross tabs or the margin of error or the data or the data. Is it data or data? Email me. Is it data like pro rata? Or is it data like the guy on Star Trek? Or is, was he data? <laughs> so, Chuck Todd, before I go any further, Chuck Todd is the absolute worst. This guy is an example of if you don't get fired... You just and Tom Sharpling from the Best Show talks about this. It's like how Ryan Seacrest has become Dick Clark. If you don't get fired, you basically stumble your way up into a position of power. I just want to go on record. I'll go on the Chuck Todd cast and tell him why he sucks. So. I was right that the media narrative spun that Klobuchar won the debate, which in turn gave her, she got 20% of the vote in New Hampshire. Bernie came in first, but it wasn't enough. He still lost somehow. Biden might drop out. His firewall is South Carolina. He was fifth. And then he had Mayor Pete in second place. And who who actually has the uh, one, one more delegate than Bernie because of weird arcane stuff in Iowa. Which apportions delegates based on uh, like some kind of electoral college like map where rural counties votes are worth more 
But I thought that, and man, sad. So Bob Ball, if you're just turning in, tuning in, Bob Ball has disappeared. He's missing. He seemed off. I don't know if he's gotten some trouble. Some. I don't. I. I don't even want to say these things out loud of what might happen. But anyway, Bob Ball, and maybe this is what did it. Bob Ball and I kind of were spitballing. Spitball. That if he comes back, we could call a segment spitball. Well, that sounds derogatory towards him as Bob Bob Ball. Anyway. We came up last week with this idea that maybe people are voting for Mayor Pete because they think he's they're voting for him to be their mayor and that they would never actually vote for him for president. They just say, oh, that guy seems like he would be a good mayor for our town. I'm going to vote. People are confused. People don't follow politics the way that you and I do. Make Pete mayor again, right? But seriously, there's been a lot of homophobic trash about Pete. I don't love Pete, but I think this this uh, this homophobia has got to stop. It's disgusting. You know, you know what else is disgusting is um, Michael Bloomberg, or who else is disgusting? I should say. Um. So I talked about Brian Lair and um, Brian Lair. I. I have Brian Lair uh, reading this quote, paraphrasing this quote of of Bloomberg talking about stop and frisk because the audio that of Bloomberg actually saying it is horrible. So here, this is this came out this week. Bloomberg talking about stop and frisk, uh, which was basically the the law of the land in New York, where uh, you could basically stop any uh, young minority male and uh, rough them up because they're probably breaking the law somehow. And here's here's Brian Lair paraphrasing or, or rereading Bloomberg's quote. So that's a minute of Michael Bloomberg, and I know that audio is really bad. I apologize. I hadn't heard it before, and I guess it was just recorded from by somebody in the audience there, and so it was that bad sound quality. But I have the transcript, and it was good enough for me to follow along hearing it here in the studio, and he did say... Uh, what the transcript says, 95% of murders, murderers, and murder victims fit one MO. You can just take a description, Xerox it, and pass it out to all the cops. They are male, minorities, 16 to 25. That's true in New York. That's true in virtually every city. And that's where the real crime is. You've got to get the guns out of the hands of people that are getting killed. So one of the unintended consequences is people say, oh, my God, you're arresting kids for marijuana that are all minorities. Yes, that's true. Why? Because we put all the cops in minority neighborhoods. Why do we do it? Because that's where all the crime is, unquote. That's exactly what was on that tape. So that's nice. Nice stuff. I, and uh, yeah, that's, so that's where we'll leave Bloomberg right now. I just wanted people to hear that quote. It's really disgusting. Um, so... Got a, uh, three minutes. Let's see if I can do this. And then then we're going to play a song out. And you'll hear, get ready for the wonderful show called Crime Talk BK. So I want to talk about Warren. People are hoping Warren gets another, another look in, on Super Tuesday. A lot of Warren supporters feel 
uh, bummed. Um, here's my thoughts on Warren. I think she's made a lot of unforced errors. I don't think she has very good political instincts. I think she, she would maybe be the best president of all the candidates. But whether it was the DNA thing falling right into Omelet Bar's trap, her kind of soft middle ground on Medicare for all. Also, I don't think she meant to do this. I think people told her to do this, but the whole thing with Bernie, uh, where she brought up, you know, said that he, he said she couldn't win because she was a woman. I think that uh, this, you know, there was the there was the text of that, which was, an, uh, you know, a criticism of Bernie and what Bernie said. But the subtext was stronger than the, than the text, which which she basically thrust into the political conversation how a woman couldn't uh, win. And she didn't give a strong counter argument to that. She just reaffirmed and put back out that idea out into the air, which I don't think it's true. And maybe, again, this is her advisors, but, you know, the buck stops with her, as they say. Uncle Buck. But it's hard. She's trying to now, uh, in this last kind of throes of her campaign, portray herself as as this unity candidate. But I, I don't think that, like, the Goldilocks candidate, by which I mean the just right between the extremes candidate works in this cycle, which I'll talk about in a second. She's trying. Kamala tried to do that. Beto tried to do it. Booker tried to do it. But we're in such a polarized era. And that's maybe why Bernie's the right person for the moment, although I might be wrong about that. But I was also listening to Galen Druk from 538, uh, and he went on on the media talking about the primary system and how broken it is and it's so obvious you have these factional candidates like Amit Barr or, or Bernie with this really fervent support who can outlast these huge fields of candidates where everyone's running and you know, if these people who don't like Bernie were were organized, they would just pick one of one candidate. But they all think that they're going to be the candidate, and it's it's just too split. So that's why I think you have these maybe factional candidates that are making it making it through this 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 process. I was going to play Heartlight for Yang, but I can't find the clip, and it's coming on the hour. I wanted, this is by request from my buddy Jay, wanted to play, go out with uh, Hearts and Bones by Paul Simon. Remember that Kent Corrin will be filling in next week for me. Uh, listen to Kent, he's awesome, and listen to his show Mother's well, a connection. Here's Paul Simon. Have a great two weeks. I'll be coming back uh, ready to talk about getting ready for Super Tuesday. And thank you to Roy Williams for calling. Bye, guys.
One and one half wandering Jews Free to wander wherever they choose Are traveling together in the Sangre de Cristo In the blood of Christ mountains of New Mexico On the last leg of a journey they started a long time ago The arc of a love affair Rainbows in the high desert air Mountain passes slipping into stones Hearts and bones Hearts and bones Hearts and bones Thinking back to the season before Looking back through the cracks in the door Two people were married The act was outrageous The bride was contagious She burned like a bride These events may have had some effect On the man with the girl by his side The arc of a love affair Hands rolling down her hair Love like lightning Shaking till it moves Hearts and bones Hearts and bones Hearts and bones Hearts and bones Oh, I don't know nothing about, nothing about, no, Mexico. Oh, 